All right, Sam, as you said, we milked that story as much as we could. So let's move on <laughs> to the next one. If you have any other thoughts that pop into your mind, we can revisit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, seriously, we forgot. We forgot. Will Smith, uh, Jimmy Dore surfaced a bit of him mm-hmm. making fun of guys' alopecia. I'm not sure. How did he know the guy had alopecia, though? Did the guy... I don't know. I mean, guy... it was a clip from 1997, though. I mean, it was on Arsenio. Yeah, it was. On, it was from. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Will Smith Christ. was. Like, it was 25 years ago. I mean, so you could say maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's learned or care about different things. Yeah. Well, I, I must say though, like Jesus Christ, I'm so glad 80s and 90s are over. Like, <laughs> n- like nobody knew how to dress or this. Like it was disgusting. Yeah. Everything about that era is just like the aesthetics are discussed anyone alive right now is for some reason like younger than they were in the 90s i don't know how it works but i've seen like they look my mom their friends and stuff yeah they look much better she was much somehow she was much older 25 years ago i don't know somehow 25 years ago for some reason all of the women were going for that bodybuilding look with the 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 shoulder pads uh, and yeah, it was just, I don't know what the fuck. Man. And the, man, did you see Arsenio's jacket? Like, <laughs> his jacket was on, up to his nipples. And it was like, and then the pan, it's just, oh my. And then he's, Willa Smith's attire, everything. It's just, I mean, the guy with alopecia looks the best there because he's just wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I think now the last drop of milk has been. Are you sure? Squeeze, squeeze that for now. <laughs> but okay so let's um let's move on to this other story sam so i found this clip on revolutionary blackout they posted it so it was like a podcast which had a bunch of people on it including jill stein and we've only seen this clip so we're just going to talk about this clip and the clip is called the ruling class or psychopaths ruling with no empathy what do you make of this clip oh and people are going to watch it right now and this is why I give them no benefit of the doubt with their propaganda and their politics as a whole. The ruling class, the billionaire class, the capitalist class, I don't know any other way to put it other than they are psychopaths. And I, and I'm, I am a child of history. I, and I'll, I'll tell you guys all the time, I, got, I was into history before I got, was into politics. And that kind of what led me to my politics now. And if you, if you read the, the history of the human race, what is the history of the human race? The history of the human race is the history of empire, the history of war, and the history of oligarchs taking advantage of their other, of the lesser men, right? Whether you look at the Mongolian Empire, where you look at the British Empire, what now is American. I don't want to go into it forever, but it's the same pattern. The people on top dominate the people on bottom with no empathy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, what is the mechanism that that leads people like Jeff Bezos to hoard their wealth instead of paying all their Amazon workers a living wage? Mm-hmm what how how will you even sleep at night like i don't think anyone on this panel will be able to sleep at night if you if you was responsible uh for the death and destruction of someone like joe biden or if you were like a weapon defense contractor ceo could you could we really sleep on that blood money i don't think anyone on this panel will could but they can they can and there have been studies that have been shown that the more wealth you get the more power you get the billionaire class they almost have a mental illness in the point that they lack empathy. Like it's literally not there anymore. So when you when you ask when we ask ourselves, because people we actually have empathy. Like how how can you sell weapons and be uh, complicit with genocides and how can you like in Nestle for example? How can you endorse child slavery? Right? 
because they don't there's something that is broken in their mind so when and once you understand that you can break away from your propaganda from their propaganda because you understand that they're not good faith actors so when they tell you something you're like okay i know you don't care i know you're a bad faith actor so i'm gonna go the other way all right not have seen it all right i uh, what do you think of this clip <laughs> why should i go first i don't i disagree completely i found it to be outrageous the way uh, they talked about rich people and i'm not that look all people are <laughs> They suck. Everybody's like, and the, but the, this idea that rich people have, I mean, no empathy is just, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, or, or the, I don't know. Listen, I, I understand. I, I and they, and they, they don't, things. I'm sure they don't with a lot in a lot of areas and a lot of things, but so don't, so don't like non billionaires. And yeah, you can just go down the line, you know? Yeah, you can go down the line. Like, there's a, there's a factory owner who's like middle class and up whatever in in China and or whatever country and has like slaves well not slaves let's say bad conditions for its workers. What about them? So they're also psychopaths. What about like much poorer people who would do something like like horrible things? So and I mean the most constructive about, thing I could minute, say. Wait a minute, yeah. wait, wait a minute. What about us? I I like every week I spend I don't know like let's say. I don't know, 50 bucks on cigarettes or something. Do I get, seriously, with that money, you could feed like three families just in my own cities. Yeah. Do I do that? No, I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, it's just the, like the most, like the most like serious thing I could say is that this argument doesn't help anything. It's like useless. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can change, you know, in the world to make it better. So it's just like a, if I was like a rich ruling class billionaire person, this would be like the best kind of criticism I would love to receive. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Psychopath. Okay. Good. Whatever. So let's continue I mean, <laughs> with gen- life. Gen- That's the most serious thing I can say. I mean, increasingly, I am coming to the belief that first there are some studies that show there is more psychopathic and sociopathic tendencies among the richer people, or blah blah blah. But to be honest, I think I'm, I'm my just full disclosure. I largely view most of psychiatry and psychology as uh, pseudoscience. I don't really think it's proper science in many ways, a lot of it. And then you bring that into like class analysis, which in itself is a very, you know, fluid. How do you, you know, how do you categorize person's class? What, what, do you mean the ruling elite? Do you just mean the billionaires? Do you mean there, you know, there are differences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you, what, you just try to apply, like, you know, the people used to do it with Trump a lot. You know, this, uh, we do it all the time, armchair psychology Mm -hmm. of like trying to, you know, it's ridiculous. Like it's, there is none of it is based on real empirical studies because you can't have like not most billionaires and world leaders aren't going to come and have a talk with their yeah. psychiatrist and then have it published. Like, and, and you know, <clears throat> you can say they're more detached. They know less about the struggles of X and Y person. But then again, even in any class in any person or anywhere, you, you can kind of say that, you know, am I in touch sitting here with people who, who are, you know, far less, like have much less worse situations in life. I mean, I find empathy to be a good thing. And I always say this, I'm like, you know, do you not have a little bit of empathy and put yourself in this person's shoe? But I just don't limit it to the ruling class. I can 
see it everywhere and i mean if you're talking about psychopaths like aren't like the biggest psychopaths i guess kind of like I mean, big murderers like, and these kind of people and a lot of them don't come from yeah, the ruling is, class is, if i'm not um, no, mistaken just, so this is just like rich people scapegoating poor people mm-hmm. as violent uh, useless mm-hmm. yeah, lazy idiots who can't uh, who don't have money because they're lazy and because they are idiots or blah 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 just like that i mean people don't want to accept the reality that people are shit and it's always going to be shit it's never going to be that much better than it is so they want to scapegoat a group of people whether it's the rich the poor the jews the blacks you know it's any like you know depending on your audience you go for different scapegoat tea yeah so we don't see it and then they go on to say like you know how do you sleep at night I mean, there's yeah, so many other people again from all sleep? classes. They sleep at night. They do horrible stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think about if it. If you have too, American but... citizenship, you're like already pretty much uh, okay. I'm not talking about the, like five percent of Americans. Yeah, or more, or whatever. Absolute, even more, or let's say 10, more. 15, 20, whatever you want. Say, I have 20 percent. I'm not talking about the people who live in absolute poverty. But generally speaking, if you live in Europe or even in Iran, in China. You're better off than most people in the fucking world in many, like if you live in cities. So, you know, you can apply that to yourself. How do you live with yourself? How do you sleep with yourself at night? Same thing. They, by the way, they... Yeah, and there are differences, I get I mean, there are differences. I mean, Jeff Bezos has a far bigger impact, of course, on people's lives. But but then again, that's his situation. That's because it's his situation. So his actions are much more impactful, of course. And he doesn't think, I mean, Jeff Bezos might be a bit of an outlier, but most politicians, why do they support? It's not like they literally want children to die in Yemen. They're like, okay, if I don't do it, somebody else will Mm -hmm. do it anyway. And the only difference is that I don't get the lobbying money. So I'm going to do it, might as well. So it's not like they, they feel like all powerful and, you know, they feel powerless too. Yeah. So I just, and again, I mean, they're wrong. If, yeah. Don't get me wrong. They're all wrong. They shouldn't do this <laughs> type of thing. But to say they don't have empathy or try to uh, just generalize like these people are monsters. Or yeah. And there are Reason. a lot of them are. But yeah. I, and and again, before we move on to, to another part of the video, which I think there's going to be maybe a little bit of disagreement. My, again, I'll just come back to my main point. It's a very like, like, how do you like go again like how do you you know okay address that issue if the issue is that the ruling class are psychopaths how do you address it you know is there a policy you've even heard of that could potentially address it i mean i don't know so it's just like i said it removes kind of the blame from structural powers from politicians from policies from everything and everyone and just makes it about something that you're like okay well i guess it's nothing you can do about it you either Maybe become can... a psychopath what when you become in the ruling class or only the ruling class are psychopaths so i mean yeah there's... if he if maybe the, the maybe we should do a psychological test before you like as soon as you reach your first like 20 million dollars <laughs> like you reach 20 million dollars yeah. you have to do this test <laughs> i don't know no, i think he was saying there are studies that do that i think it, <laughs> he referred to that but no, I there, are, no, no, there are studies that's definitely true there are studies that show that uh, sociopathic and psychopathic behavior. But then again, if you look at these, the definition of sociopathic and psychopathic differs pretty much depending on the study. Definition of the, sorry? 
but based on my understanding, a psychopath kills, whereas a sociopath don't. Isn't that like uh, that's where? No, I think. I think the difference is one is more calculative, one mm. is more uh, like is more less impulsive. It, it like again, depending on what you read, there is various variety of definitions. Largely, there is obviously the handbook, the DM, whatever thingy that is somewhat like you know you could say that's the reference. But like it's and then the definition of the elite is very like ruling elite, the rich elite, the billionaire elite, the, all of these things, they overlap. But like and again, how do you know, like all those studies that like, they tend to go by, like Trump said that or mm-hmm. Trump did that or not Trump, like some other leader, I don't know, uh, or some business leader so that shows that they're psychopathic. It's not based on real science. None of it. This is all. I'm sorry, but I, this is all, I don't think it's even, like you say that there, how would you address that? This is not about addressing anything. Mm-hmm. This is just childish thinking of, you know, the bad guys, the people who are doing bad things are innately bad yeah. or have, I don't know, or maybe they have become bad. I, I, yeah, it's very just childish, as opposed to the good people who are working in the mind, and, you know, <laughs> just tolerance and flowers and love for everybody, the working yeah. people. Which I mean, unfortunately on, is not also true. I mean, I wish it was. And yeah, you know, there are differences and people have different impacts and all this. And, you know, if, but yeah. Yeah, it's it doesn't. By the way, that has nothing to do with the fact that Jeff Bezos should pay his taxes yeah. or, you know, or uh, AOC or other politicians are not doing enough or, you know, just but when you start again, it's like. Uh, there are poor people, there are actually poor people, I know some of them, that take advantage of welfare system. Mm-hmm. I personally think they are very, maybe less than 1% or something like that, I assume my guess is. But, you know, when you say that, you know, when you say, no, all poor people are amazing or all poor people are lazy and, you know, all this all mm-hmm. and generalization, I don't know, I find it childish and unhelpful yeah. and- I feel I feel you there. I agree with you. And then so early, early, it, early on in the video. Go ahead. No, just sorry. It was more about entertainment and I guess preaching to the choir and whipping. I find it Jill Stein as a politician. I found it surprising that she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all psychopaths, aren't they? All the rich, even the ones that were just born into a rich family. The guy just wanted to collect flowers, really doesn't have anything to do with the money, with the family. Psychopath. Yeah. Huge psychopath. Yeah, and again, I just don't see any value in it uh, to make it the most serious. But okay, in the very beginning, he says that like um, I'm a child of history, which is interesting. I'd never heard that. Didn't you say that I'm a child I, of history? I, I think <laughs> is that a... like I've been. I love history. Yeah, I childhood. love history, and so yeah, <laughs> but that was interesting. <laughs> and then he goes, like, and then he said that the history of the My world mom, <laughs> <laughs> oh true maybe we, oh really <laughs> my grandma's name is iran so you never know no man that's common <laughs> is that, iran is a common name in iran really <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. She's, yeah she's iran Tosh was one of the f- most famous iranian females i, I see I, oh, I was your family name your is that is that your mother you're not no. a Murtash related no because <laughs> <laughs> if you are <laughs> hello sir <laughs> no, i have no idea who that is but okay moving on from that so he says like the history of human humanity is like empire and war and all this but i find that to be a bit unfair because of course you can look at the history of humanity and there's been war and violence and everything but the history of humanity is also i don't know 
surviving and like growing a family and agriculture changing and technology impacting lives in different ways. I mean, I didn't quite, I don't quite understand that. So you said you agreed with that, but yeah, of course, a big part. And then he mentioned oh, empires. He was like, you look at the Mongolian empire, this empire, they went and killed weaker people. And that, that. yeah, of course, that, that is very, a part of no, no, no. history. But that, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I, I took it as a, like he meant political history is like the story of man, not, of course, we can talk about like the story of, let's say, agriculture or what the story of man is usually a story of yeah basically this group of elite or this group of people leading the, mm-hmm. their people against them. like that and okay yeah that's i guess partially but the example he used was quite interesting because that's what shows by the way again why generalizations not used it's kind of like analogies we use them i use them so hypocrisy like hypocrisy admitted but they are usually useless like the mongolian empire famously one of the least uh it was very like mongolians basically if you paid them they didn't do anything like the eastern iran the reason why eastern iran everybody got murdered by mongolians was because they sent uh, they sent traders they sent merchants i think for the first group we killed the second ones, we sort of cut off their beard and head or something and send them. I mean, like, and then they, what do you want them to do? Like, at that time, you know, that was the foreign policy. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you can murder my guys, I murder everybody. But then if you paid them, like, uh, Mongolians were surprised. Again, that's why generalizations yeah. aren't good. Mongolians were largely, like, had pretty much, they left no, like, cultural footprint because wherever they went they were like what is your religion we are that too okay let's do this yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm so not aware so i sort of don't but, give so, money <laughs> so a you're saying that example kind of contradicts the point that was being made to an extent that contradicts but yeah. my, it's not the best example uh, yeah, it's just but you they, said you had sympathy for that you no, said that you kind of agree no i like kind of wrong when we were speaking like me no, main history, I because I didn't get your, like, I would agree with him that I, I didn't get your point now, mm. but I thought you meant that some, I, I, I mean, I get your point that history is both positive and negative. And I mean, it's and there are all it's, kinds of them. Like, I mean, it depends the history of what you look at. Yeah, but I would kind. say colloquially speaking, when you say history, most people are largely thinking about the elite history of dynasties and countries. Yeah. And, I mean, that and, is yeah. true because that's the one you hear and like, the ones that are shared the most and stuff but yeah i think no yeah you know my point by the way with the mongolian thing was that not that it's his example is inaccurate or whatever it's just the whole point of doing it something is to get into the details if you're just gonna do a you know of course like every empire had its problem but anyway sorry that's a bit of tangent no 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 no, no. i think it was uh, I think it was relevant. But yeah, anything else to say here? I mean, anybody who disagrees with me is a psych. <laughs> All right. So, on continuing sort of news that sort of wants to prove me wrong, uh, another uh, group of workers had some success in the UK. Uh, according to this is uh, uh, FT. What was FT? Uh, fin- Financial uh, Times. Times. Yeah, Amazon workers in Staten Island pull ahead in union vote. E-commerce giant holds a slight edge in 
separate ballot in Alabama as organized labor fights for historic win. As grassroots campaign to create the first ever union at, a, at an Amazon facility in the US has taken a significant lead in voting, teeing up the possibility of a historic win for organized labor at the e-commerce giant. The Amazon labor union was ahead by a margin of 1,518 votes to 1,154 at the end of counting on Thursday. So this happened, and I don't know if you know this, I didn't know this, the main guy who's doing this organizing and he's gonna, I don't know, become the union head, I don't know what, yeah. He's, he was in, uh, a guest on uh, Crystal Kyle and Friends and Yogi and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I'm never gonna give up on that hey, joke. Should, should Crystal <laughs> Kyle and Yogi and Friends they should do yeah. like a joint show with Will Smith and his uh, reality stuff. Maybe that. Oh my good. God! Uh, I mean, just uh, yo- just bringing Yogi Bear back <laughs> would be good enough for me. But yeah, <clears throat> there is probably like two people that get that joke. Like, I don't think do you. Did you ever watch Yogi Bear? No, but it's just like I, I just did, find yeah. it funny because it's like Crystal, <laughs> Kyle, and friends. And friends. <laughs> <laughs> it is. They stole the idea from Yogi. Anyway. But uh, great show, but I haven't seen it, but I hear it's a good show. But so they had him on and he, he uh, said he in an interview said that um, AOC and Bernie Sanders and a lot of people that are on the progressive politician, they didn't show up for their uh, for their, you know, rallies, I don't know, yeah. gatherings, whatever it was. And then when this happened, uh, what's her name? AOC tweeted this vote count and was like, you know, doing the thingy, the emoji. What is yeah. that? The muscle emoji? Yeah, flexing like their biceps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That emoji. And then, uh, yeah, she tweeted that. And then Crystal Ball, who had, uh, who had uh, him on, tweeted that, uh, you know, we are basically showing up at the last minute and just hugging mm-hmm. the glory, basically. You know, you didn't bother to show up. You didn't tweet and stuff. And then it became a whole sort of a bit of a sort of a back and forth, which, was, which is always fun. Then you had AOC saying that these are... Oh, Crystal Ball mentioned that these are your constituents and you didn't bother to show up, blah, blah, blah. She was like, They're not, this is not my constituency. Yes. My constituency <laughs> is somewhere else. And uh, oh, she I, says, she says the warehouse isn't in my district, and maybe you should look at a map before claiming so. <laughs> yeah, and I hope you, I mean, it's so passive aggressive. Mm. Hope you do your due diligence yeah. next time. And then, uh, and there is two, there is two times she gets caught in this whole Twitter thing. One is that because then the guy, uh, and uh, I think Jordan Charlton and others point out that there are people who are, uh, like who work there but are from her district they sort of they uh, sort of commute back mm-hmm. and forth you know for work so that's one thing she really messes up and you know everybody points out another thing is that she uh, he says in the interview that they told him that due to security issues she's not doing any uh, events anymore and mm-hmm. that's why they're not showing up to their events and then two weeks later she shows up at the Met Gala with the tax, the rich <laughs> oh thing. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was the original thing. Then on one of the tweets, it says a scheduling conflict, yeah. I think. And then they're like, uh, okay, so you had a scheduling conflict all this time. You couldn't one time show up. And then 
uh, was it a scheduling conflict or security issues? Because originally you said security issues. And she was like, no, it was both <laughs> security issues. And because there are so many threats against my yeah. life. Oh my God. I mean, what a Karen, really. And um, yo, it's all right fingers are after me. Oh. You know, and what? These people are supposed to stand up to in- industrial military complex? <laughs> you know, like who runs industrial military complex? Like, Some psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a few of them are psychopaths. I would agree. I, there. I'm sure that guy, I'm pretty sure he's a psychopath. <laughs> like, you know. Or lady. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I mean, it was. It was, yeah, she got caught a couple of times there. I mean, again, yeah, she should have stopped trying to at least, you know, the, don't tweet about it if you, <laughs> like, don't leave it too little too late is, uh, yeah, one way of putting it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but, but, and Crystal Ball, uh, interestingly, also tweeted that, int- uh, like, put the picture, I really like that, the picture of the emoji guy thinking. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. With that, and said that, oh, no security issues at the gala then, huh? No security issues. <laughs> Crystal Ball so going very, after AOC. Very passive-aggressive and fun, uh, you know, yeah. back and forth. Are, there was also some CEO guy that tried to defend Yeah, AOC Dan Price. I love and admire Crystal greatly, but I have scheduling conflicts constantly. Life happened, things come up. I don't think it's realistic to ask one person to be at every event and solve every problem. So nobody asked that. And you know, so what is important? If in two months you have scheduling conflicts the whole time, like I have scheduling conflicts to also, you know, do some stuff, but it's because it's the least important thing ever, right? So like I'll pick sitting on a chair than to go do it. So if AOC during all this time or different times always had a scheduling conflict, that means, well, it's not really high up in her priority, no? on her list of priorities because yeah of course i a hundred percent believe that aoc can fill (laughs) most of her day with like events and things to do that doesn't surprise me the thing is what do you make time for no yeah i definitely and this is uh from daily mail so take that with a Mm -hmm. huge pinch of salt salt so because i could had the time to confirm it designer clothing brand that devised AOC's tax, the rich Met Gala dress doesn't even pay its own taxes. <laughs> Records show Aurora James' firm failed to pay a state and federal tax totaling $130,000. I mean, this is, I hope this is true. Because if this is true, I'm 100% sure we live in a comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, it's not reality. This is def- definitely comedy show at this point. Man. Where do you think AOC is going to be in five to ten years? A bigger player in U.S. politics? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's going to be where Nancy Pelosi was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So do you think they're eventually going to get behind her and like they're going to try running her a few times, the Democrats? Presidentially? Yeah, presidential. I don't know. I, I don't know about presidentially because everything is crazy but i think she's found a very good niche in a mm-hmm. coastal area and yeah i think she's gonna write that yeah, I, yeah. I assume so far that's i mean maybe she proves me wrong hope fingers crossed whatever but you know it seems like she's gonna just cash on the whole thing yeah i feel like it's been a, i feel like everybody on like 
the left and like YouTube progressives and all that, like everyone's kind of given up <laughs> talking about her or anything for a while. You remember like six or seven months ago, like all her shows, there was like things with AOC. I guess it had to do with the Biden agenda and these kind I of things. I mean, she's so... And she wasn't doing she, anything. Now it's like... She does have... She's a record I mean, I, I, I don't think I've seen such a sort of... A, even Obama, man, go back and listen to Obama's speeches. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't that much of a progressive. Mm-hmm. Even like he was very much careful. She was genuinely like progressive, and then just went, <laughs> like yeah. uh, prior to getting elected. Yeah, uh, yeah, prior to getting elected, like uh, before election, Palestinian issue is very important. After election, <laughs> Palestine, I don't, I'm not familiar with the region. <laughs> but, to be honest, and now I yeah. kind of believe it, man. Like there is a thing, like I don't know what it is, like. Some people who know quite a bit of politics or into politics, just when it comes to foreign policy, you know, I'm just referring to the role kind of stuff. It just seems like they just learn and care much less and maybe because it's less important to their work. So that may make sense. That's true. But like, I can't reverse, (laughs) not, you can't delete knowledge from your brain. I don't think, I don't know. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. She, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I doubt it. But if Nina Turner does get elected, I do think she's gonna strip her of her position. Like within three days, I think she's gonna support, like, I don't know, some funding for. If uh, Nina Israel Turner gets something. elected. Yeah, yeah, I think she's gonna try to get the you know quickest turnaround. If, like, I love the Nina Turner thing, like just like considered as like the hope of all progressive politics. <laughs> in the united states but you know the her success so far don't really back that i mean generally that i mean that's why i'm i was you know getting getting depressed at the point where we were talking about the left why should even left be part of the discussion like in a way like look at the like the biggest representative aoc nina turner jesus the one stand-up kind not stand-up but like I guess like right now that past week or two because she tweeted some stuff I think about Ukraine and I brought it here is like Ilhan Omar I guess is like my current favorite American it's not hard to be my favorite I could only pick between her and 2016 Bernie so <laughs> so it's, you know, there's only two there are only two candidates but yeah she's I think even Max said that I was like oh nice Max he said her and he said, yeah, maybe Cory Bush or something like I don't when he was talking Brie, I don't know in what context it came up. Yeah, in opposition to mainstream, I guess, yeah. democratic agenda. I don't Yeah. But yeah. But OK, should we keep this party moving? Do you have the other hey. stories with you or do we need to? Sure, the sure. next one is Sean Penn melting his Oscar. That's all I have on my. You know. Oh, yeah. Wait, that <laughs> one is on the phone. Where's my phone? Sorry, here we go. Uh, yes, please so. like and subscribe in the meantime. I've seen people do that. They do such a good job when one of the hosts is like getting something, the other one like enters a monologue and like, you know, says something and says like and subscribe. Check out our Patreon page, you know, tweet at us. I don't know, all things that we don't have. <laughs> go ahead, you ready? Mail us, uh, with, write us a letter, handwritten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. To a bit of ear <laughs> popping. Uh, all right. So before the Oscars, and that was supposed to be before Will Smith ruined it with his slap. Oh, okay. It, this was supposed to be the main thing that Zelensky, there was all these people going, Zelensky should make an appearance on the Oscars. Stop. And then Amy, 
You didn't hear about that? Amy Schumer was like, I think it would be a great idea. Hate, no, I hate her comedy, uh, but she's. Man, I'm speechless. I think, like, I mean, we've just been covering weird crap the whole time, but I think this was like the weirder th- weirdest thing I've heard so oh, far today. Oh, it's, it's going to get weirder. Sean Penn's two Oscar statues might not be long for this world. On Saturday, Sean Penn told CNN he would publicly destroy the Oscars. He would he, he has won if the Academy didn't ask Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to speak virtually during the event. While the Academy didn't respond to a request for a comment about whether Zelensky had been invited to participate, the Ukrainian president didn't speak during the Sunday ceremony, and Penn himself was not watching the event. Man, hold, hold on. Can I stop you right here? I'm starting to feel bad for the Oscar Academy. They're like, yeah, what are you I, doing? Do you guys I, want us too. to draw the U.S. foreign policy as well? Fix like the U.S. prison that's, incarceration system? What is going on here? Like, man, You guys have a bit weird expectations from us. We picked the best movie of the year. If you want to criticize our movie picking <laughs> and all this. <laughs> what is going what on? Expect from me. I can't fix Second World War II. What do you know? But that have Zelensky in the middle of our show. Yeah, let me look where this fits. So <laughs> politics, okay, after best. <laughs> right here after we I don't know. What the hell are you on about? What is going on? <laughs> right after Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman has done a song and that segment. We're gonna have Zelensky talking about mothers and daughters being killed. Next <laughs> year at their management meetings, they're gonna be like, "Okay, guys, let's be ready for everything and anything." Uh, <laughs> it's not too sure what's gonna be needed from us. So yeah, guys, what if, what keep, if an open a, mind, yeah. keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. What is yeah. going on? These guys are like organized are deciding who to give bigger like best actor to and Sean Sean Penn is there. Yeah, what if James Cromwell just kicks uh you know Adam McKay in the balls? What what do we have to do? Like what what is no but but this is this is the biggest problem that has led to I think I would say we are in one of the I don't think it's permanent or it's like everybody it's one of the worst times for media because people expect the they they expect the movies to reflect their values Mm -hmm. their heroes to reflect their values their ceremony like again as you say oscars is a shitty movie ceremony about like who who, why should they get involved in the whole ukrainian thing and all that you know, and same by the way with like the, you know, people who are so shocked by Will Smith's slap, they all like, as if like movie, like stars or people all have to live life like monks yeah. and these prophets, Seriously. you know, without sins or it's just Man, I miss the good old days when they were criticized, you know, the Oscars for going to a bad movie or to the wrong actor, you know, those were some more relevant criticisms if you ask me to be fair I, I was just thinking of you know i was just reminded because of the example of the 1970 thing with the <laughs> little marlon brando there has oscar has always been pretty like that's why i hate oscars i mean it's much better to just ignore it it's always been pretty like that it's because it has to, it's kind of you know well of course it's, it's the mainstream ceremonial word for yeah, the exactly. giant movie industry I, I mean i don't know what people yeah no, no, but I mean, look, yeah, that's yeah. no, but it's against what you're saying. 
because it's been the mainstreams during ceremony, it's always been involved in shit that it has nothing to do with movies. Yeah, okay, or, well, I didn't know that. You know what? So my bad. I mean, you so could I guess... say you could say the American Native American lady was more to do with the depiction of Native Americans in Hollywood itself. Yeah, in a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So that makes I mean... more sense. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The Ukrainian war. Uh, yes. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean Penn. But yeah, a, a, a representative for like Penn. we don't even have like the ex like the staff who work on this. Like, what do they have to go like hire a bunch of people who are into politics now to figure this kind of out? I'm like, who at the Oscars would have that responsibility? Yeah. What well, Oscars position on the rock body? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We genuinely don't. <laughs> we genu- we don't. Most of us can't locate the rock on the map. Yeah. Is that, are you happy now? Yeah. <laughs> a representative for Penn said the actor was in Lviv, Ukraine. I, what the fuck? Why? So Ukraine on Sunday is strategizing with local governance to scale up core all capital core in country programs uh, core or community organized relief efforts is the nonprofit group pen co-founded in 2010 so he's involved in some kind of a ponzi scheme <laughs> i assume i assume i don't know he did not oh this is a quote from the representative i, I knew something yeah sorry he, he did not watch the oscars the representative told me in an email he didn't. He didn't disgrace himself with lowering himself to watch. I respect him a bit Oscar. more now. <laughs> Not yes. because of the reason he didn't watch it, but but it, it, he's. Uh, it's funny because it feels like it feels like he's copping out of me- melting his Oscars on Monday. Penn posted a really posted to Twitter and Instagram that he had a good meeting with Lviv Governor Maxime uh, Kozietsky and encouraged interested readers to donate to core and follow the group's work on its website no mention of this is the this is the liquid oscar <laughs> it but, seems uh, unlikely that the fate of pens oscars are top of his mind at the moment they're making excuses i'm sorry you said you're gonna melt it you should before going to core whatever you and you know, it's oscar. not even like the biggest act it's like he'd make it sound like, like it's the bravest thing if he said i want make another movie <laughs> if, if no, you don't I'll do go that to I would... if you're yeah. mad if you're yeah go to russia if you can yeah, yeah. I, I mean this is like you know what uh, i'll break a plate <laughs> in my kitchen i swear to god if you don't do what i want like yeah i, I mean uh, you know about the famous john lennon thing no oh the one where yeah. they chill in the they sleep in the in the hotel no it's a bit he 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 said he's not gonna leave his bed until the chinese uh it was the Tiananmen square and all that shit was going on there and yeah, you know at that time the, uh, the chinese yeah i mean the, i like how you put it chill in the hotel like well, that's he at least it was a bit but uh, i loved how like the chinese government reaction was like oh we are so afraid no don't do that I, I, anyway he, and he did uh, and he did say he would take the action after he returned to us which hasn't yet happened so maybe when he comes back yes. but on saturday he was crystal clear about this uh, statue's futures on saturday oh this is the before 
uh, yeah, this is going back to say that he should he this is repeating the beginning. But yeah, so this was I thought I'll let you know about this. Felt <laughs> like worth worth mention. Sean Penn, man. I can it's like it's fan. two things. It's A, like the stupidest thing to ask them to do, and B, it's like the most like meaning, like you know, oh, I'm gonna melt your Oscar statues. Wow. Yeah, well, Such I'm a sure brave Putin man. is losing his <laughs> <Yeah>. power. <laughs> but I I mean, it's uh, Sean Penn is so weird because he's kind of like he's on the bright side usually. Yeah, I, mean, I thought he was a cool. I mean, I guess here at least he's in. At least he has, you know, yeah, interest in a topic for, or something. But I mean, he was for de-escalation with the thing, and he was very anti-Iraq war. And but then again, he's like, yeah. I, do you remember Team America? Police, uh, World Police, Team America. Kind of rings a bell, but what is it? The puppets the- one, the South Park guys. Oh, and they make fun of Sean Penn in that as well. And then I think after that, Sean Penn wrote a letter to them inviting them to visit like villages in Iraq or Afghanistan. <laughs> Look, see what has been done. But, yeah, like, but, yeah. I, I know as he, if, yeah. like, you know, the South Park guys were partial. Uh, so, like, yeah. he's so he's the kind of he's guy at tense. like, a, yeah, at a dinner table, like, you know, you're like, oh, I don't like this like food or something. And then he brings up like the village he was just in surrounded yeah. by his publicists and everything that i'm guessing and you know he saw it and you know, he tells it, you about yeah, it. thank you, you. Like, i'm aware of eating, that too <laughs> you're eating a steak and you're this is a delicious steak and he goes do you know how much blood and sweat has been spilled <laughs> to provide that steak to you disgusting fat pig yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that type of situation it's intense yeah. it's, i mean he was married to madonna at some point which Really, I think yeah, excuses a, a lot today. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, and I'm finding out that I know a lot more about shitty pop pop culture shit than like anything that yeah. is relevant but to man, my life. Sean Penn is intense. Like it, maybe the Academy should have let Zelensky <laughs> <laughs> just like, to avoid a debacle, yeah, right? Because he's come like the, if he went and slapped a... Chris Rock, it wouldn't have been like I feel like the same one. As... It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a slap. Yeah, it would have been a. It would have been a punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a much more serious situation. Oh my god! So they when... should keep him happy to an extent. I don't know. I. I. Oh my god! Sean Penn is gonna come back from Ukraine. He's gonna <laughs> melt his Oscar. And, you know, in Game of Thrones style type thing, he's going to go around to Academy Award like leaders and he's going to pour the melted thing and mer- he's going to be a fucking mass like murder spree in Hollywood Hills with Sean Penn just, you know, mel- pouring melted gold. I honestly believe that. Oh. I feel like he's being a bit too, you know, reserved at the moment. He's kind of... <laughs> very intense guy they, i'm kind of i think maybe we shouldn't even like if you could cut this segment <laughs> i would like because he's been to iran he yeah, i was gonna say yeah, <laughs> he's been here once he could come back uh, he's got a john wick vibe to him in a way yeah oh geez has he has he done a john wick style because he's the right age like every actor in his age has done a john wick style sort of an action geriatric man murdering like half of russia <laughs> no i don't know Everybody john john wick like... is the what's it Bob called Oden i just want to see Kirk. if i'm thinking of the right person john penn jo- no. john wick yeah oh it's the john movie wick right is... yeah with the keanu where he goes yeah. around like keanu reeves and he goes around <laughs> killing no, everyone. yeah no but sean penn can kill you with his words <laughs> and his intense 
stare and look and all this and you know yeah what's that yeah. movie he's so intense in the one where they're like four friends and they're in new york yeah. it's from back in their good movie and they murder someone or it's considered a good movie he's the so Clint Eastwood one the Clint Eastwood, i think the one with tim robbins as well. tim robbins the guy who's like always sad I, yeah <laughs> their, their daughter his daughter yes his daughter yeah. gets killed yeah yeah no no That's okay actually, yeah. What was it? It's yeah, that guy, Tim directed. Robbins. Exactly. Isn't Tim Robbins like always like he, sad and depressed? This guy in every movie, the poor guy. No, no, he no. does a lot of. He does comedy. Tim Robbins uh, is actually super lefty, right. super cool guy. Apparently, uh, nice. I don't know. If in Trump era, his brain must have might have been broke. <laughs> but from what I remember, he was a super cool guy. But yeah, Sean missing, Penn is so the missing in river. That movie. The missing the river. river. And he the has like friends river. in the police or whatever, and they like yeah, yeah, to, yeah. I wouldn't so miss that, with him. That was such a fucked up film, man. I remember that was like, yeah. I mean, it was one of the better. I would say the better, uh, uh, uh Clint Eastwood films. Oh, I didn't know it was Clint Eastwood, but yeah, the Academy should should definitely hire more security for next year. I think they should start with that because I mean, who knows? Not because of the Will Smith stuff, more because of him. It's not the Missing River. Oh, that sounds like, but it's River something. Yeah, it's river. It's Mystic River. Mystic River. I mixed it with the missing with the Kate Blanchett one. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, with, no, this uh, is Mystic yeah, River. Mystic River. Eighty-eight yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it Clint Eastwood? Um. Yep. Yep. No music <laughs> directed by Clint Eastwood. And produce, of course, and even his the music, music by Clint Eastwood. Interesting. Oh, yeah, oh my God, Kevin check this Bacon. out. This is so strange. Clint Eastwood. Anyway, then we can move on. But Clint Eastwood doesn't have a. Oh, they hadn't tagged them in the Wikipedia page properly. Oh, he didn't have a Wikipedia. <laughs> no, he did. Weirdest. He did, but they didn't have the. <laughs> but, that yeah. would be the weirdest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that was his. Oh, I think he, Grand Torino, Mystic River, probably his best movies. Yeah, nice. Okay, um, anything else with this story? Otherwise, I just need to do one thing real quickly, one second, before we move no. on to the next story. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry, I had to kind of stop that last segment abruptly. I was having a lot of fun, although it was a bit dangerous. <laughs> and, you, and did you have any final words regarding Sean Penn, or was that it? No, you keep yeah. trying to get me into a fight with Sean Penn. No, I have no, I think I yeah. just, and I take back everything I said before. If it's not cut, <clears throat> and you don't live in Iran, actually, you need to find no. somewhere else. <laughs> I, uh, yes, <laughs> nowhere safe from him. I mean, if he's been With to him, Iran, yeah. he goes to Ukraine, Venezuela. He's been every country that has it doesn't even have extradition to US. He's been to. So you're fucked, really. You like deep state has a little more limited reach than John. <laughs> <laughs> right there jesus christ i'm sure he has more plans I'm, i don't believe that he's going to stop with just melting <laughs> the oscars if he does the, that mer- the murder of the senior members of academy yeah. follow man yeah. what a week they had <laughs> there will be like on their bodies they will be written in yeah. blood for ukraine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i swear yeah. But okay, Anyways. let's move on to our next story. So next one yeah. I see here is Clarence Thomas. Yeah, do you know Clarence Thomas? No, 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 no. I don't think so, at least. Well, he's a Supreme Court judge. Famously, 
he uh, was the he was like the original version of Brett Kavanaugh in a sense that mm. uh, he, was he Reagan or maybe it was George Bush the father that put him on or something. Anyway, he was pretty much uh, super conservative. There were allegations of sexual uh, misconduct against him by I think Anita Hill, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, who was his secretary or assistant in a legal firm or something like that. But then Joe Biden actually was one of the people who played a crucial role in helping him to get to the Supreme Court position. I see. And yeah. Yeah. He's one of the more just reactionary figures there. He's very reactionary. Yeah, he, 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 here is saying that he was nominated by President George W. Bush to succeed the Thurgood Marshall, yeah. He was, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to say this before. I was, he was, he has the same role that Ben Carson or uh, what's his name? The guy, 999 guy who died. Oh my God, the pizza guy. <laughs> yeah, the pizza guy. <laughs> ben Carson, pizza guy. You know, there is like at each era, there is one black Republican in one like branch of government. Thing. <laughs> like, you know, Colin but the Powell. 999 guy, as far as I know, he was, just a decent was, guy with a stupid idea. No, no, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Loads of know. sexual assault oh, really? allegation against okay, him. So, too, yes. so that's why on that's, top of the stupid dropped, idea. He, yeah, he was <laughs> he wasn't smart enough to drop out. As like there was a you know, as soon as there was sexual miss I'm out. I'm out, guys. I'm out. <laughs> he I was gonna go on a small tangent, but I'll save it for later. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, one of the worst things that I hate about people who talk about taxes and like rules about like changing taxes is the one that it's complicated or it's not easy. So like, let's find like an easy like tax thing. I mean, like the lamest argument I've ever heard. I think there is an argument to be made that it should be simplified because I think it's made in a way on purpose to allow for Perhaps, but some things can't be that but, simplified and, and either. Sure, way, I'm sure there are ways of making it simple, but that is not the root problem. I think of, of if taxes, you're a business, if you're a yeah, that's not. If you're a business owner, though, I sometimes can see there. Like I've seen accounting yeah. departments like having loads of problems and the things like bullshit and stuff. I've seen a lot of bullshit forms and shit. So yeah, yeah. but you're right. I mean, yeah, it, yeah I mean, but maybe nine, this nine, overcomplicated. But I mean, you know. Yeah, but that's nine, sure, nine, make nine it is, a bit easier if possible. But yeah, yeah, nine 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 is not a solution. <laughs> but but Clarence Thomas is back in the headlines with his wife Ginny Thomas actually playing a key role in this event. She's a strong believer in the fact that the election was stolen from Donald Trump <laughs> by Joe Biden. So uh, I have two articles from opposing sides. One from Guardian, Lloyd Green. Time for Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from the election cases. His oh. wife texts proves prove it. Jeannie Thomas. Like I wanted to have both articles from both sides because I just want to highlight that this idea, like Supreme Court, they are beyond politics laws that are above, you know, there is nothing that's above politics, sadly. Jeannie Thomas is a right-wing firebrand married to the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. She's also wedded to the to the lie, wedded to the lie. Oh my God, the language use, how great. Wedded to the lie that Joe Biden stole the 2020 presidential election. In a recently revealed, uh, revealed uh, 10th of November, 2020 email to Mark Meadows, Trump's then chief of his staff, she, she op, opied, opined? Opined, I guess, yeah. 
of times. The majority knows Biden and the left is attempting the greatest heist of our history. It was up to Meadows to help overturn the election. Unfortunately for all of us, Justin Th Thomas may agree with his wife's political agenda. In February 2020, Thomas dissented from the rejection by the court of a challenge brought by Pennsylvania's Republicans to the result of 2020 election. He called the refusal by the six-person majority inexplicable, even as he acknowledged that the election had been free from a strong evidence of systematic fraud. Almost a year later, history repeated itself. His was the lone dissent in a January 2020 ruling that blocked Donald Trump's effort to shroud White House record from the January 6th special committee, compounding the question marks. Thomas offered no rationale for his vote. So, I mean, what you want him to say? His <laughs> wife is crazy. <laughs> like, well, like, they're already, like, it's not going to change anything if he agrees with them. But if he, do, if he does disagree with them, his house life will be significantly improved. He doesn't have to deal with a psychopath probably constantly going on about, you know, the left is trying to steal the election. They are making our children... I don't know, gay yeah. or something. <laughs> I, I, I imagine, I imagine she's that type of person. So, oh, you know, what, like, I, I, I'm just saying that I completely understand. Like, <laughs> I feel like this week's theme is like, <laughs> like people being just, just Empathy. doing the best for their, yeah. <laughs> healing. <laughs> Empathy, healing, love. People, yeah, man, these are husbands trying to do their best <laughs> for their wives, okay? They just, you know, for, from Rokana to Will Smith to up to Clarence Thomas, it's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think he should recuse himself? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure because I like like half get the story <laughs> from yeah. what he should recuse himself even and like all that. from any like any any. I mean, technically, I guess he should. Any proceedings regarding the elections. Because of his wife. Because, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, it's like, even if you remove his wife, do you think he's... Or it's just all... Again, yeah, these people are not interpreting laws. They're making it up as they go along. So that's why I just think... And yeah, so, so, the, so the, the thing is... So, I mean, because I really didn't know the story before. So, so now, now I get it. So the thing is that she, not that something complicated, but you know, <laughs> it's the first time seeing it. So just because, so she is like, yeah, she's wedded su super to the lie that Joe Biden stole the 2020 president election. So I think that's affecting. I mean, yeah, it's trying like to think with other like conflicts know, of like, interest. But, like, I mean, you know, like if you're affected that man, easily, you... though, if you're affected that easily, even. That's the whole point of it's a bit like, of that. a concern. But like, yeah, I I don't think he should recuse him. It's not like his wife is actually the person, like doing the yeah. like uh, starting the legal proceedings or something. Like, if she was actually the complainant or one of the parties involved. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but I guess this one became public, right? I guess just because I guess we know about this because she's outspoken, yeah. the wife, right? I, I think the text messages were, I don't know, leaked or mm -hmm. I don't know how they came up. Like, I don't know. But uh, I, I, this article, I wanted to mainly for this part, because 
then this is the typical liberal mindset that they think like, oh, like this is what you do sometimes with it. Like if we prove their hypocrisy, <laughs> uh, uh, then they will change their mind or, oh, you know, like this hypocrisy burn, they want to inflict on the right and they don't care. They really don't care. I don't, uh, listen to this. Going back in time, conservatives became agitated when Elena Kagan, a Thomas a Thomas colleague and Obama appointee failed to recuse herself in a challenge to the Affordable Care Act. Their argument was straightforward. Kagan had served as the solicitor general in the Obama administration and helped map a defense of the law. At the Justice Department, Kagan emailed Lawrence Tripe saying of Obamacare, I hear they have the votes. Larry, simply amazing. She was nothing if not overly, overtly partisan. In response, Herman Cain. Oh, Herman Cain. Yeah, I was going to say he's there. Yeah. <laughs> A candidate for the 2012 Republican presidential nomination called for Kagan's recusal and cited to the U.S. code. Herman Cain, as we all know, that statesman <laughs> of you know, U.S. politics and U.S. constitution, he called her. Have you no decency, lady? <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I don't think, yeah. Over at the National Review, National Review is high-end daily mail, like disgusting <laughs> paper. Eric Siegel, a law professor at George, uh, Georgia State University, wrote that Kigan should recuse herself based on the undisputed fact that her office, the office of the Solicitor General, and her top deputy were undeniably involved from the beginning in the Obama administration litigation and strategy. Okay, first of all, I think... They have a much better case than they he he does here. Mm-hmm. He or she, let me just, I think it was a he, Lloyd Green, yeah. So I think they have a much better case. She was like in potentially, I'm not saying, I don't think they had a good case. Again, I don't think Supreme Court is not a political, it's a definitely a political, like there is no unbiased decision-making. So And they're uh, literally like picked by like a political party. Like, you know, each Supreme Court person is picked by a political party. And of course they pick a certain person. So- yeah, it kind of reminds me of like taking subjectivity out of science. It's only possible to a certain extent, really. Exactly. If you try and, your best, that's if you're a good faith actor, of course. Yeah, even that. Uh, uh, and yeah, that's and I still feel like they have a, they had a like much better case than he does with the wife. Like, what do you want Clarence Thomas to do? Mm-hmm. Divorce his wife? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I know they want him to recuse himself from the case, but like, it's not like he was. It's not she was like one of the parties doing the legal action or she was involved in the maybe she was i don't know there is no mention yeah. of that so but you didn't yeah. finish the last sentence which is like the you didn't read the last sentence right the one that highlights the, the, the hypocrisy burn yeah the, yeah yeah no, no, that was, yeah this time however the right is silent Jeannie thomas is one of them and then some uh, and then she goes, she had, I mean, okay. Yeah, no, that right. completes it, yeah. Yeah, she has served as director of CNP Action, the dark money branch of the deep-pocketed bill-connected council for national policy. To put things in context, at least six current or former CNP members helped promote the Stop the Steel rallies. Again, like promoting a Stop the Steel rallies is different from having an official position as a solicitor general, which mm-hmm. is technically illegal. You know what I mean? Again, I think they're both bullshit cases, but I mean, even based on your standards, they have a much better case, I feel. Um, to put things in uh, rallies, Brent Bos- Basel, the fourth 
sorry, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. We have people with <laughs> the fourth stop going. Anyway, the fourth son of the CNP Gold Circle member, Brent Basel the third, was arrested for his term in the capital. <laughs> so I had no idea there were members of the Roman Empire involved in that. Uh, <laughs> And then there is other people, and you know, they, he goes on to say, "Yeah, oh my God, they're, you know, hypocrites," and they, you know, they write 